Robin Marla's friends watch it, the hoes clock it. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, I'm stone with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch, any Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I've been began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart, break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections, some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately, Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing to protect my position. My corner, my layer, while we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. Here come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. And hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. God damn. God damn is right. Man. Well, we're back. And we have another um, extremely CM Punk littered episode of the news um if i do got to say anything about cm punk man he gives us a lot a lot to talk about which i can always be, yes which i can always be appreciative for but we have uh, around seven cm punk stories today and um and yeah man so without any further ado let's uh skip all the bullshit and jump right into the intro bro so what is going on, everybody? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. This is episode 190 of the podcast, man. Ten more episodes, and we are at 200, bro. Shit is crazy. But, but yeah, man, so with that... With that, man, if this is the first time watching, you guys do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted, After Monday Night Raw, and every Friday, we are on here with the news at 4 p.m. Central, man. Also, um, if you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, has hell frozen over the WWE return of CM Punk? We talked about Monday Night Raw and the return of CM Punk. That was very controversial. Um, very controversial. Um... 
Yeah, very controversial, man. Um, so we 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 got news on it. We got news on it, but it was a very controversial promo. Um, yeah. but yeah, man. Um, so if you guys did miss that, that is available for you guys on all platforms. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see it first, join us right here every Monday after Monday at Raw for Notorious Unscripted, man. Also, if this is your or at the first time watching, you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Heels podcast merchandise. You guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. You have all eight of these beautiful designs available for you guys on the merch shop. You got the Chicago flag design. The, uh, the Chicago flag design. You got the Uncrowned Kings of the IWC, the Biggie inspired design, the base logo design, the Riddler inspired IWC's best kept secret design. You got the Notorious World Order design. You got the classic black and white. Uh, or, golly. You have the Chicago flag, like you see on your screen. You got the classic black and white, and it also comes in Wolfpack Red. You got the Grand Slam design, the Scratch logo, and the only community that matters. All eight of these beautiful designs and more are available on the merch shop, man. And also, speaking of the more, you have the... Christmas design, man. If you got the notorious Christmas design, if you guys are looking for something festive to wear for the holiday season, man, look no further than repping the IWC's best kept secret with the notorious Christmas design, man. All eight of these beautiful designs and many, many more are available for you guys live on the merch shop. Again, that is bonfire.com. The link is at the top of the description of this very video, man. Also, this is your first time watching, and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? Going good, man. It's going good. Just been uh, been chilling out, man. Been pretty good. Still coming off the of last weekend, man. Um, still just thinking about it. But... Um, just very crazy, man. Um, but uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just been, uh, just been chilling out and just waiting for for this Christmas, man. It's Christmas. It's Christmas month, and um, Christmas is coming up soon, man. So I can't wait for that. And um, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Like Durante always asks, "How's life? How's the family? Life's good, man. The family's good. How is everybody doing in chat?" Whether it's live or in the replay, man. What about you? How are you doing? I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing great. Uh, just swell. I am doing. Um, nah, man. But I'm good. I'm good, bro. Um, yeah, I'm good, dude. Just chilling, bro. Just chilling. Uh, yeah, just chilling, bro. It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. How do you recover from one of the best weekends of your entire life? We're slowly finding that out, and we're doing good, bro. We're doing good, but it's 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 a lot to recover from. I still, um, literally, all this week have been going back and watching, uh, go going back and been watching uh, the videos, going back and watching the videos and shit um, from the show. I, I love uh, I love seeing the video of Jey Uso's entrance when he hops on the cage, and you could. You guys, you guys probably fucking hate me. You guys are probably like, stop fucking talking about this weekend. But it's just fucking crazy. I, anyways, I love the video. And Logan, this will pop Logan. But I love the video where Jey Uso hops on the cage. And um, 
and he's and he starts doing the thing and you just hear logan in the background just tell me that's what you were gonna do because uh, we were kept making jokes like we're gonna rush gorilla and and um uh logan we, we were telling logan's sister she was gonna distract the guards and then the four of us were gonna fucking run back to to go to go find paul if punk didn't show up and one of my jokes I made was I'm going to hop on top of the fucking War Games cage and start doing the fucking Jey Uso thing. But it was just so much fun. And then, dude, just I, I, can't, I literally can't stop watching that punk video back, bro. Just fucking just, uh, man, is it? I'll, okay, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. But it was a great weekend. It was a great fucking weekend. It's so crazy to think. All right, I won't shut up. It's it's crazy to think. It's so crazy to think that, um. It's so crazy to think that uh, it was one week ago, but it feels like forever mm. ago. But in the moment, those two days we got to spend with everybody went by like that. It went fucking it really by like did. that. So fast, dude. And and the week after, it's just been so goddamn slow, man. I feel like I've been back to a normal life for like a month now. And it fucking it blows, man. It really fucking does. But... Dude. It was a phenomenal weekend, man. So many funny moments and just so many great moments to experience. And I just, I'm still thinking about it. I got the frame right here, bro, right on my desk. So you guys know what yeah, it is. Over there, so I can't go did, up and grab it. But did you, did you fit the picture in? I fit the, it's a tiny, tiny bit bent. Like there's kind of a bit of a bubble, <laughs> but uh, I can live with that, bro. That picture i know what you were talking about man that shit was tough as fuck it's a little hard getting in there for sure but um but but yeah bro shit's just shit's crazy shit's crazy bro shit's crazy i again i i can't i I just can't stop going back and watching the videos bro well like i said dude other than that dude my 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 other favorite video bro is the fucking video of uh the video of uh that that jay uso entrance bro that shit was like a club in that motherfucker, man. It was so lit. My favorite video gotta be your fucking your punk video, man. Your fucking phone is just going everywhere. Oh my god, like, that shit was hilarious. You cannot see a fucking thing in that video, bro. You just see me shaking the camera all around. But yeah, but I never got to hop on the, you know, like like. Like my homie cat saying, bro, I never got to hump a hump. Oh my, what am I saying? I never got to hop on the war games cage. I never got to hop on the war games cage um, and do the Jey Uso thing. So shit, shit sucks, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, so how do you recover from that weekend, bro? We're figuring it out. I'm, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't. You just got to wait till you run it back. 2025 baby minnesota um let's fucking go um anyways um uh i I, like logan says he says it's a lot to recover from but i'm still sick af you know when i get sick i like to pre-game right now with Um, alcohol everybody knows i'm straight edge everybody knows how that goes i like to pre-game with some medicine so as soon as i start feeling sick I'll start taking, you know, like over the counter medicine and it, and it lessens my sickness because when I got sick for forbidden door weekend, I was just a a miserable piece of shit. I mean, I was just fucking, 
I was done. I was done, bro. You you guys know we we like to have the buddies over and stuff for the pay per views. I had to call that off. That fucking just irked my soul. I think we were supposed to go see Flash that weekend. I mean, it just yeah. it destroyed it destroyed me. It destroyed me, bro. So it destroyed me, bro. It sucks. I there's nothing more I hate than getting sick, but. I kind of felt it a little bit because probably from standing out in the cold, um, waiting for fucking Chicago Phil. It probably it has a lot it to do with help. that. Um, and yeah, definitely did not help. <laughs> not at all. Um, but so you know, I, I I've been a little. I've had like mucus in the back of my throat. I, I haven't been like sick, thank God. But I, I've I just kind of had like slight mucus in the back of my throat and stuff. But but uh. I wouldn't say sick, I guess just a little under the weather, if you will. So, but it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. It's been a long week. It's been a really, really, really fucking long week. Um, Tuesday felt like Thursday. Thursday felt like fucking Saturday. I mean, it just, it's just been, it's just been dreadful. And I've just been waiting top on here with my notorious heels mafia uh with the family bro so so nice to see oh, you guys yeah. but as Durante always asks um or i guess not see you guys but you guys know what i mean um uh but as Durante always asks i'm good family's good and what about you Durante? logan bell pops jose what the fuck is going on um jose uh my boy um leon thank you for coming back and how could i forget the one, the only, the goat, Yeet. the homie cat, Kate the Great. How the hell is everybody doing? Thank you guys for being here as always, man. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, shit crazy, shit's crazy, bro. But yeah, that sucks, Logan. That sucks. Maybe it's a little different for you because, or maybe it's a little different for you because. You know, I guess you kind of had like the whole drive, and uh, I guess the we- changing of the weather. Even though yeah. it's probably like twice as cold where you are opposed to us, but I'm assuming that has a lot to do with it. I'll tell you what, we'll see when we'll see when we go from Chicago to Minnesota to back to Chicago. Because if we get sick, I'll probably know what you're talking about. But yeah, I just kind of been a little clammy, bro. But um, not I, I wouldn't say sick at all. For me, you know when I'm sick because I wake up and my, my voice just sounds like I have fucking toilet paper shoved in my nose. I, I it's it's horrible. I hate it more than any. I literally fucking despise being sick. But, but, but yeah, man. So, yeah, that was that. Um, that was that, bro. So, shall we get started? Shall we get started? So, uh. CM Punk, Chicago Phil. We got news on what brand he's assigned to. We got news on the promo. Um, uh, we got news on the promo. Um, the promo time. We got news on the Roman feud, the Roman and Seth Rollins feud. We got news on. We got news. We got more news on the Seth Rollins feud. Um, we got news on. Uh, Punk and WWE and how they started talking. We got news on Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin. What kind of world are we living in? Um, and uh, we got news on C- yeah, Punk and um, his non-disclosure agreements. Okay, 
This is interesting. And this just sucks. Um, um we'll get to it. But let's start with something that's uh let's let's start with let's start with something that everybody wants to be talking about, bro. Let's start let's start with something that everybody wants to be talking about. The promo. Let's start with the promo, man. So let me see. Okay. That's just wonderful. Did you hear that? It sounded like something. It sounded like okay. a Wyatt intro. No, it was, it was Cody Rhodes' theme song just started playing. Okay. okay. I, just for a split second. Okay. All right. Here we go. So, CM Punk and his promo time on Monday Night Raw. CM Punk was originally supposed to have more time for his return promo on Raw. Reports claim that CM Punk was originally supposed to have more time on his promo, but it had to be shortened after Randy Orton versus Dominic Mysterio went a bit over time. You see, that's the thing with... De- yeah, ah, uh, golly... Fuck, I, I always make sure my sound's turned off, too. I'm just a moron. Um, so, I really am. Um, so... We ain't getting that money anyway. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> fair enough, bro. Um, so, then like the old universe mode copyright strikes. Oh, dude, I still get the emails for those sometimes. And those all those videos are private on my channel, too. And Literally. I still get emails about the fucking copyright strikes I get from those. Literally, 24/7. bro. <laughs> oh, those videos are just fucking littered. They were just <laughs> littered with theme songs. I don't know what I was doing. But anyways, anyways, uh, hey, can't beat a little Envoy as my, uh, as my uh, SmackDown theme song. So, shit was fire. It was fire, but um, that was probably the best thing to come out of my universe mode because that shit was hot ass. But anyways, this promo is very controversial. A lot of people expected this guy to go out there and fucking start talking about how his old boss was a fucking raging cokehead. Uh, you get what I mean, bro. They he People expected him to go out there and slander AEW. I really didn't find that much of a problem with the promo. Could we have gotten maybe a little bit more? Sure, we yeah. could have. Sure, we could have. But I seen PG Punk. I seen uh, I I seen PG Punk. Uh, you know, trending and stuff. And dude, it's just I I personally I I think for me at least the lore to that promo was just seeing him back in a WWE ring for me. He could have came out there and just gave the, it would have been a little cheesy because he already did it in AEW, but he could have came out there and gave the I'm back and walked away and it would have been fucking sick. But the thing is, the one thing that I didn't like about that promo was the whole I've changed thing. Oh, I hated that part. Oh, same with um Triple H talking about it too. Like, bro, he was just boxing folks like four months ago. What you mean he changed? It's like, <laughs> I mean, I guess he. Cha- I mean, I guess a little bit because in 2011 and 2012 we never heard about him fighting people in the back. So I guess now he's progressed to like for real boxing people. But like, 
that was the one thing that I did. I just thought it was very un-CM Punk to do. If you weren't going to give the AEW fans an apology at Collision when you came back, saying I've changed to WWE fans kind of just was a little weird to me. But other than yeah. that, dude, I, I didn't mind the I'm home. I didn't mind no. that at all. This is WWE is his home. WWE made CM Punk. I mean, yes, CM Punk made CM Punk, but W he made CM Punk was made in WWE. Don't give yeah. me I made myself. He made him in Ring of Honor. No, he didn't. He he became a huge star on the independent scene in Ring of Honor, which then got him signed to WWE. But CM Punk became CM Punk in WWE. That's exactly. He became a household name. He became that he would not have gotten that pop at the first dance if it wasn't for his WWE run. That's just how it is. True. I didn't mind the I'm home. WWE is his home. That's what that you know, that's what it is. AEW might have been his adopted home for the first year, but WWE Exactly. But WWE is his home, right? I didn't mind that at all. Um, I didn't mind the, I didn't mind, you know, him talking about how, you know, Dusty told him that, you know, uh, if you speak, you know, your truth, then you'll never go wrong. Very true. That's one of the reasons why we all look up to CM Punk. That That's, that's fact. Um, that's a fact, but, um, you know, he tells it like it is and whatnot, and that's why we love him, but. The I've changed part just didn't... That was just so unlike CM Punk to me, dude. Like, his... If there was ever a time to say some corny shit like that, I'll tell you it was at fucking collision when he was gone for 10 months with a ruptured tricep after fucking burying the company to oblivion. If if there was any time for any kind of corny talk like that or any kind of talk from the heart, it was at collision. Exactly. And he didn't. He just glossed right. He literally said, I'm not apologizing. He literally, he, his exact <laughs> words, I, I was sitting right next to my fucking dad on Father's, or the day before Father's Day. His exact fucking words were, if anybody here tonight thinks I owe them an apology, the only thing that's softer than you is the wrestlers that you like. Dog. And I looked Did at my dad know? and I said, whoa. And he said, and my dad goes, well, he didn't make them a lot of money. Fair, <laughs> fair. Yeah, and fair. to see him, and we would obviously come to find out that they were pretty soft. They didn't want to squash the beef. They just wanted they to were. be softies, Wait, I guess, once. but. Whatever, whatever, but it's not about apologizing to the elite. What the apology should have been for was for burying the company to oblivion, oblivion with, um, with that media scrum. I mean, that fucking turned so many people away from AEW. And then they came at such a crazy time because Sammy and the bloodline were absolutely running shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And WWE was just hot. WWE was just hot as shit coming out of SummerSlam. It just, timing did not match up for that. Timing did not match up for that. But yes, Pops, I definitely agree. That was awesome. That was an awesome show. Show on. Yes, I totally agree. That It was an awesome show. It was an awesome show, man. 
Ring of Honor afterwards wasn't awesome, but Collision was awesome. The first episode of Collision was awesome. Um, but but yeah, man. So we definitely carried our section pops because CM Punk came out and nobody was standing up. But anyways, anyways, completely off topic. I didn't have a problem with the promo. There was like I said, if I really wanted to nitpick, there was that one thing that I didn't like it was the i've changed it just sounded it just sounded a little eh to me um but anything yeah, everything yeah. else everything else i liked it um every everything else i liked it another thing i don't like is the haircut <laughs> boy you i can appreciate that he's growing it back out but man you gotta you gotta grow that back out bro that don't look right um <laughs> it, dog. God damn. Uh, something something bro something um uh, but, but yeah, man, I mean, so I didn't have a problem with the promo, like, 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 um, me, you and, and Logan were talking about this privately, but the lore to that whole thing was seeing Punk back in a WWE ring. Um, but you know, who's to say that there was matches on that Monday night raw that didn't need to be on that Monday night raw fucking Nia Jax for Zoe Stark or what was the other one? Mm-hmm. Oh, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven versus Natalia and Tegan Knox. That can't wait. So Punk can get more time. I mean, come on. There's like fucking like four matches that you could have easily choose from to to cutting time from it or just cutting it in general for CM Punk. This is CM Punk we're talking about. Now, yes, do they have the time with CM Punk? Hopefully. Hopefully this time they did because apparently AEW didn't. But, um, they had time. It was just a time bomb. But, um, this time, they I think they got the time this time. God damn, I said time a lot. But, um, <laughs> so is it the shots people are expecting of AEW and the Elite and whatnot and, and the references from this to that? That's all going to happen over time from promo to promo, man. And I can't wait for it. But, like, like we all discussed, like Logan said, the lore of that promo was that he was just there. And I think it did that job perfectly, man. Like you said, the change stuff was kind of, kind of capping. Yeah. 100%. Girl wrestled all in right after fucking beating the shit out of Jack Perry and fucking God. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I liked the promo and I think it did its job. Now when the news dropped about that promo it kind of told a little more of the explanation of the promo but still it, it did its job nonetheless absolutely yeah it, it did it did but you know i i just what i heard of say i i thought he was gonna say i'm sorry i'm sorry that it took this long for me to come back i'm sorry uh because you guys chanted my name for nine years and and, and i and it took me this long to come back i've changed Come on, bro. I don't quite. I mean, dude, that sounds like fucking. That uh, I I can't. I hold on. I can say I I I've heard that story. I've heard that story more times than I know from one of my boys talking about going back to one of his exes. I'm not gonna say any names, but you know, girl, you know I changed. Yeah. Ah, right, come on. You haven't changed for shit. What are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? But anyways, anyways, you know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. But, bro, you've changed. 
come on, dude. Weren't you just at all in and just fucking beat the shit out of some dude, walked out there in front of 80,000 people, fucking, and walked to the back waving goodbye? You knew damn well you were getting fired. What do you mean you've changed? But... Walking back, throwing up the ones, bro. You knew what the fuck he would do. He talking about some... He was trying to be the honorary ooze. That's what's going on here. Siri, like Bell's saying, bro, unless you changed in the last fucking three months of your life, you haven't changed. I mean, I guess in the regards that, like I said, in 2011, we we didn't hear about him boxing anybody. So I guess he has changed, but I don't know if it's for the better. Um, It's fucking worse. Exactly. I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. Yeah, but that man fucking walks out throwing up the ones and shit. Speaking of the ones, I actually received this bad boy today as a part of my CM Punk order. Well, my well, my punk order's not here yet, but I got my got the bloodline beanie. Let's fucking go. This shit is heat. I love it. Just thought I'd share that. But um this man walked this man fucking walked out of the walked out of Wembley, then got sent home early again. Well, what are you talking about? You changed. Um I'll tell you what. That all-out media scrum changed him. You know what changed him? You know what changed CM Punk? It was these few words right here. You talk a lot about workers' rights. <laughs> it changed him, right? But you've shown me. the exact opposite since you've gotten here. Those words changed CM Punk. Jay Bird, I mean, goddamn. Silent Lupus. Yeet. What up, bro? Mm-hmm. My man, my man, dude, if you want, there's going to be a joke that you love a litter. I don't know how long you've been here, but there's going to be a joke you love. It just happened like two minutes ago while we were talking about CM Punk saying I changed. You'll get it. But, you know, I've heard that story a lot of times from a from a from a from a brother of mine. So, you know, uh, just saying. That doesn't that doesn't hold the the, the uh that, that doesn't that saying doesn't hold much credibility, if I do say so really myself. However, especially when it comes out of CM Punk's mouth, but we'll see. We'll see. He might be forced to change because that mm-hmm. actually perfectly leads us into uh to the next thing. So So let's see. CM Punk, man. CM Punk. Golly, I literally have so many CM Punk CM Punk stories to shuffle through. So bear with me here. Um a lot. A lot. I think we counted seven. Yes. Um Alright, here we go, here we go. Okay. So According to Sports Illustrated, a major element in CM Punk's return is that WWE did not chase him. Punk opened the line of communication and he listened and then he agreed to what was asked of him before signing. What was asked of him? Do not fight anybody. I really really need to hear... What Triple H asked of CM Punk. I'm assuming he told CM Punk, you know, you're a leader. 
you know, you are a guy deep down who's a leader. You know what I mean? You are the, you are, you, you are fucking CM Punk, bro. I mean, dude, you, you've done mostly everything in this business, including lunging at your boss. I mean, you've done so much. You have such a rich history and a rich career, bro. Like, you are CM Punk, dude. Like, you, I mean, and, and it's not to be taken lightly that you have CM Punk on your roster, but it's like, we need you to be a leader. You know what I mean? We don't, we need you to help people. And I think uh, WWE, people in WWE, especially the people that are in NXT, you know, people in NXT don't have a lot of experience anymore like they used to. Those people are going to want to listen. Those people are going to want to go to Punk for advice. Punk wanted advice in AEW. He wanted to be the fucking leader of the locker room, the undertaker of the locker room, the, the Terry Funk of the locker room. And those guys didn't, those guys, those guys, those guys didn't want it. Those guys didn't want it. They didn't want to listen to him. They didn't want his advice. They got everything figured out themselves and that's fine. And that's fine. Trial and error. That's cool. The people that did want to listen to punk, he liked them, but in WWE, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that are students of the game. Not that people in AEW aren't, but there's a lot of people that want to soak up knowledge. They want to talk to Randy. They want to talk to Taker. They want to talk to Cena. They want to talk to fucking, um, they, they want to talk to Triple H. They want to talk to CM Punk to know how to get better and, and stuff like that. People in AEW aren't like that. They're just not. Um, so even though we thought it was the perfect home for him, it just didn't work out. And goddamn, if there was a list of if, if there was a wish list of wrestle of things in wrestling I wish worked out, you're fucking right. It was a CM Punk run in AEW, but it didn't work oh. out like that. And through the AEW run, I think a lot of us realized maybe WWE is the right place for him. After maybe. all that, after all that, because when you got so many people that are like the same that are talkative in terms of. They'll talk back in terms of socially aggressive people. When when everybody's like that, it could just turn into a war zone, man. I think that's just yeah. what happened with CM Punk. They're they they all they're all not afraid to say what was what's up. And when you got everybody saying what's up to each other, you're gonna you're gonna get some fights breaking out. And they got like four or five fight that fights that broke out in AEW in like the span of like a year and a half. And um, so I, th I think that's what they told him to, to lead people to, you know, to be a leader and not into battle unlike last time. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, like, 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 um, like Logan saying, bro, like, and that locker room just sounds so unprofessional. I mean, look at what they're doing to fucking MJF. Oh, yeah. You're fucking liking tweets that MJF gets too much promo time. You're fucking you're talking about the best part of your show like that. What? Are you kidding me? Through all this AEW shit. Through all this through all through this fucking atrocious AEW these atrocious past couple months of AEW television there's been You guys want to come down on MJF? That's a good way to get one of your biggest draws to fucking get out, go out and leave the want to leave the company. It's fucking fantastic. Great. Great going. Or what? I mean 
Oh it's the fucking three schmucks too. It's fucking Britt Baker who who gives. Dude, she's been off TV for how long? And I haven't felt, you know, I haven't missed her. I haven't fucking missed Britt Baker. Have any of you guys missed Britt Baker? No. I fuck no. Um, fucking Sammy Guevara. Have any of you guys really missed Sammy Guevara? No. Jack Perry. No. I'm not like. <laughs> None of these people were doing great before they took their break and tea. And first of all, Burt Baker, it has to totally be caffeine with her little tweet about getting zero promo time in 2023. Lady, Jamie Hayter was a champ this year, and you were the one taking up all the promo time. I'm talking about zero promo time of the year. Lady, go on, stay home. Wait, 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 wait. So the tweet was zero live promo time. Oh, okay. okay, 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 okay. That's fine. That's fine. Let's let's rewind the clock back a little bit because when Thunder Rosa was AEW Women's Champion, who got all the live promo TV time then? And who was the one that was stuck in backstage segments? The champ. The, the champ. champ. She had to Thunder. relinquish her title. In a fucking backstage segment. Meanwhile, Britt Baker was on the show. I believe that same night, live in the ring, cutting a promo. The promo. Yep. Hey, I remember that shit. Like, good. Good you're not taking up live promo time. Get the fuck out of here. Take a break. Let other people fucking do it. What are you complaining about? This is the problem with the AEW roster. Now, now people are saying CM Punk was never a problem. Was That's... he the problem? No. Was he a problem? Yeah. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. He was a problem. And yeah. in, in a way, that's okay. Um, but the, these members of the AEW roster, they they need a villain. A, like, a legitimate person to all hate backstage. And they always pick one. It was Punk. Now it's Max. Yeah. Next it's going to be fucking who knows who. But the thing is... The whole reason of your guys' problem is not only each other, and not not the ones you're picking, like MJF. No, it's you, Britt. You're the problem in the women's division, if you want to get that, that deep into it. But it's your fucking boss. It's Tony Khan. Go tell him. This shit ain't right. This shit fucking up. This needs to happen. You need to do this. Tell your fucking boss. Hmm. I don't know, dude. What is up, Durante? How's it going, bro? What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. Their locker room just comes off completely annoying. Ricky Stark's tweet said it uh, said it the best. He tweeted out, can my coworkers just shut the fuck up? I mean, honestly, Wait. bro. Uh, so, um... Yeah, man. Um, I I don't know, dude. It's com completely fucking ridiculous, dude. But yeah. So how did we even get on that topic, bro? Um, I know we were talking about CM Punk opening his line of communicate. Oh, we were talking about him being a leader. I think he can actually be a leader in WWE. And speaking of that, according to Fightful Select, now you know. Some in, uh, some in WWE were told by higher-ups that there is a behavior clause associated with CM Punk's contract. Uh, however, uh, this is yet to be confirmed. 
Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of taken out of context. I mean, literally everyone has a behavioral cause. You know, just don't go say fuck shit out in the world and you're good. Yeah. You know, maybe they may have probably had to add a couple lines in the CM Punk's man, but I mean, I think they're kind of blowing this little, this little behavioral clause out of proportion, especially in WWE of all places. You gotta have to be fucking. You have to be so good over there. Yes. Um. Which, if I'm Tony Khan, fucking that's the next thing I'm doing on my contracts. I'm putting fucking behavior clause in there because your your people don't know how to act, bro. Your people don't know how to fucking act. They're too fucking worried about Twitter than uh, actually fucking uh, being a memorable part of the show. And fucking Tony Khan doesn't do him any favors because he chooses what toys he likes every other week. And that's it. I mean, there's no structure. Literally none. Dude, like, just tell him, hey, turn your like tweets off. Please, for the love of God, just turn everybody's like tweets off. That will solve, like, half of your fucking problems in that locker room, first of all. Second of all, have meetings, discuss this shit, fucking figure this drama out. There's always drama. Figure it out. Squash it. If they want to squash it, get the fuck out. It's that fucking simple. I mean, what the fuck, man? God, I I constantly say it, bro, but 2000 and. 19 to 21 AEW never heard about this shit. Never. Never in a million years. That fucking kills me about AEW. That's what attracted CM Punk in the first place. Was the locker room. Was how tight-knit and close they were. And that that no drama ever got out. If someone was going through something, the dirt sheets had no clue. That's Punk literally said that was his main reason. Why he signed with AEW because he he liked the environment. And look how fucking much it has turned on its fucking head. It is crazy to think about that. Now WWE is the cool locker room. What the fuck kind of world are we living in, bro? What is happening, dude? Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure this is a regular behavioral clause to you know where you can't go and act like a fucking jackass um but you know i i mean i i i don't i i didn't really find too much behind uh behind this either um but yeah man so that's it's still something that needs to be uh needs to be noted bro so speaking of cm punk in the wwe uh a couple feuds cm punk's got some plans CM Punk's got some plans down the barrel for himself, man. WWE has plans for CM Punk to feud with the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, per Sports Illustrated. However, this will not be CM Punk's return feud since that will be reserved for Seth Rollins. Ooh, bro. Okay, okay, okay. And with that, there was uh, some minor reports going around by Wrestling Observer Newsletter that WWE has ran some angles backstage with CM Punk or with Seth Rollins trying to get at CM Punk. So I'm sure we will be seeing those soon. Um, I love it, bro. I love it. They're playing it off great. They're there. They are gonna tell, dude. I'm telling you. Face off, dog. Ooh. At- 
and and like I said last week, bro. So according to to BWE, we ran this story last week that uh, Cody Rhodes will win the Elimination Chamber and get his rematch with Roman at WrestleMania 40. Like I said, since he lost it, because you don't want him to win another Rumble again. CM Punk. Uh, and then also with that, there's another story that um, there's another story. That uh, CM Punk. Let's see. Yes, CM Punk's rumored WrestleMania 40 opponent is going to be none other than Seth Rollins. Um, Perfect, dude. CM Punk's going to win the Royal Rumble. He's. I I would think. I would think he's going to win the Royal Rumble, and um, that's the only way he gets to Seth. Because if Cody wins um uh if cody wins uh the elimination chamber you know cody goes for roman obviously the only other option is for cm punk to win the royal rumble it's going to be his first royal rumble win it's going to be pretty sick and um yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking awesome man and um so the feud with seth i'm really excited i'm very excited to see I'm so excited to see him versus Seth. I think they're going to tell a great story. I think CM Punk kind of as the tweener in the situation and then having Seth as the clear-cut baby face, the guy flying the WWE flag just like Adam Page. Um, Got to point that out there. I think that that's fantastic. I think that that's fantastic. I love it. Uh, I'm going to love the feud. But then we turn then we turn to the other side of the coin. I'm talking about the greatest of all time. I'm talking about the fucking tribal chief, bro. I am so excited for that feud. I can't even put it into words. Fucking Roman Reigns and CM Punk. Bruh. If you would have told me in 2017 that I would be getting excited for a Roman Reigns, a Roman Reigns feud in general, but a Roman Reigns and CM Punk feud, I would have said to you, that's going to be so sick. Punk is going to slaughter him. Fast forward to 2023. Roman Reigns is going to fucking obliterate him on that mic. Dude, he is going to fucking kill this man, um, Punk. It is going to be... I can't believe we, we did it. this has happened to this world, but Roman Reigns is going to obliterate CM Punk on the mic, dog. That shit's going to hit like crack, dog. I can't wait. I can't... Both of these feuds, I can't fucking wait. For Seth, I can't wait till he hits the I'm defending WWE from you line. That shit's going to hit. Man, I can't wait oh, for all the hits. He's got to do fucking, that hangman line, bro. Oh, he has to do that fucking hangman line. He has to. Um, mainly, I, I think the version of it, it'll be I'm defending my company against yours because I had to do it twice. And he lost like many times the first time. And he's going to lose again, which, which sucks. But otherwise, it's going to be phenomenal. And that Roman one, man, Roman's going to eat that man up. I cannot wait. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. And, um, yeah, man. Um, yes, Roman, dude, 
I ah, dude, I'm genuine. I am genuinely just fucking so excited for for Roman Reigns and CM Punk feud. And I don't know if I'm being a little biased, but for some reason, I just wholeheartedly agree with Logan on this one. WrestleMania 41, the Tribal Chief versus the fucking Cult of Personality, bro. The voice of the voiceless, bro. That is going to feed the fucking streets, bro. CM Punk and the greatest of all time, the Tribal Chief, bro. Oh, I'm pumped. It's gonna hit, man. Dude, I swear. Even feuds are gonna go hit hard. Cody, that's gonna go nuts one day. Mm. Fucking, oh man. So much shit. Cena running that shit back. Um, it, it, there's so many fucking feuds he could do, man, and I can't wait for all of them. Seriously, bro. Seriously, but um, yeah, dude. So that was uh, that is the news on that is the news on uh, CM Punk and uh, Roman Reigns, or CM Punk and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Um. There was also a bit of rumors going around that uh, it's going to have to a lot to do to tie into uh, Paul Heyman and and Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman and CM Punk and stuff like that too. I don't really know how much I care to see Paul Heyman back back with um, CM Punk. I would just like to see him with Roman Reigns, but I guess they they I mean they this kind of, I guess the story is you know Paul Heyman is corrupting Roman Reigns so if you did want to turn him back babyface I I mean I guess um I guess the only way to to go about that would be to uh, to go about turning him babyface would be to take him away from is to uh, take him away from Paul Heyman but I don't know man. Oh, the KO feud's gonna hit too, Bell. You're right. Did you Bro. guys see that um, when KO was talking about Punk? He basically just said, "Yeah, as long as he has, as long as there's no drama between anybody, this will be great." <laughs> yeah, actually, I have it right here. He says, uh, "I just want to have fun at work. If he's got that mindset, great. There are people that are leaders without saying I'm a leader. You know, they just they don't need to be." Going to say, as long as you don't fight nobody, I'm down. That shit is hilarious. That feud's gonna hit, man. All these feuds are, man. It really is, bro. It really is. Uh, AJ, dude, the history between him and AJ, bro. Say, I am punk. Say, I am punk. <laughs> over here. That shit's about to go fucking crazy. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of Roman Reigns. Um, speaking of Roman Reigns too, uh, the next time he's going to be on SmackDown is, uh, the December 15th, January 1st and January 19th. That's his appearances for the next two months. Roman, God, God. I want your presence felt. You're too fucking great for this, bro. Seriously. Especially it is better be about to end. Come on, man. Just just go hard and then take a massive vacation because you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> and, and exactly. And then he could come back and fucking be right in the fold with CM Punk. Ooh, Imagine. Imagine CM Punk's got the World Heavyweight title. Roman Reigns comes back 2025 and wins the Royal Rumble. Ooh, it's going to go nuts, man. It's going to go crazy. I cannot wait. It really is, bro. But speaking of more CM Punk feuds, 
According to Fightful Select, several in WWE are hopeful and pushing for CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. This is interesting. I think the promos would be fantastic, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Austin had a very enjoyable match with Kevin Owens. Um should I be down? I as something fun to do. You know, it's not at the top of my bucket list, but if it's something that Austin's down to do, then then I'd be down to see some promo battles to see Austin kind of dig on him about AEW a little bit. But I, shit, I mean, yeah, um, exactly. That that's that that's exactly where I sit with this too, Logan. If we get it, then cool. I'll enjoy the hell out of it. But if we don't get it, then we don't get it, and it's just a cool what if. Exactly, and so it'll be cool to have it if we do get it, and I'd be down. Um, that sounds like. I don't know if he's going to do it, but that sounds like a Saudi match to me, man. I don't know if Phil is going to go through with that. We need to um, get the Miz match at Saudi first. That is true. We need to see Punk and Miz in Saudi Arabia. That is the most poetic match in in the history of professional wrestling. Poetic but, justice. <laughs> it is going to be justice at, at the end of the day, man. But um, it's interesting, man, and that's something I'd be down for. But if it doesn't happen, it's not going to hurt nobody. 100%, bro. 100%. So, so yeah, man. Um, And with that, with that, man, more news on CM Punk. Um, <laughs> so, there are rumors going around right now that in WWE... CM Punk could remain a free agent on WWE television, having the ability to be featured on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, that, didn't, that doesn't come as a shock. Not at all. Uh, not at all. Randy's supposed to be on SmackDown tonight, um, I guess, to get even with the bloodline or whatever. I don't think Triple H gives a flying fuck about this brand split at all. Um, uh, and... and at this point, I don't either. I, I, no. I really don't. Um, it it means nothing. I think, um, yeah, I mean, it just... At this point, the only thing you separate the brands with is the titles themselves. Guaranteed certain titles to certain shows. Yes, yes. And that's it. That's all you got to do. I think that's all you should be doing right now at this point because you don't have a massive, massive roster to, to negate the need you know for this man but overall i think they'll be fine if they i mean he's ignoring it anyway so might as well keep doing it but only thing i hope they keep up with which i think they will is the title being exclusive to a show man that's what i like at this point me too me too and um yeah i mean their their roster is not mad huge to the point where you know you 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 know you need to do a brand split but um, I mean, maybe a saw so even a soft brand split would be nice where people are designated two shows, but at any given point, if you need them to jump, then they can jump, uh, which is honestly kind of what he's doing right now. So, I mean, oh, I'm cool sense. with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I ain't gonna get mad at it or nothing. It kind of makes sense at this point, especially with the names you have right now. Yeah, it's kind of kind of want them both shows anyway. Definitely, man. So 
especially with the um, Roman hole that is fucking SmackDown, you kind of need a mix of Randy and Phil. For sure. For sure. So yeah, man, that's the news about CM Punk being a free agent in uh, in in the WWE so far, man. Also, a couple a couple other little stories about Chicago Phil. Multiple sources have stated that CM Punk was indeed very nice and very humble, and in a good mood backstage in the WWE so far. Look at that, he's happy, man. That he's is man, hilarious. Just wait for it to end, man. Wait for him to get mad. I can't wait. Exactly. Wait. You know what's so funny? I was watching that. I was watching one of his promos from AEW. It was the promo where he said, "A lot of people want to see the old CM Punk. A lot of people want to see me get mad." And he told everybody, "Be careful what you wish for." <laughs> Be careful. And well, say, oh, fuck. I thank God that I was not one of those people that wished for the bad CM Punk. I loved the John Cena CM Punk. I thought it was fucking awesome. Oh, that was perfect for his character in AEW. That, oh, that was it was so perfect. perfect because you could, he couldn't be, you know, WWE CM Punk because there wasn't a machine to fight for. So you, you became everything you hate. It was perfect, man. It was perfect. And some people did get what they wished for, man. And uh, boy, did they finally fucking regret that shit. Yeah, definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So, so yeah. See, CM Punk. Well, I see what you're saying, Logan. But Triple H doesn't give a damn about the brand split. Brand split in the aspect of like Becky jumping over for you know. I know it was for War Games or like Nick Aldis is always popping up on Raw. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing back here? You know, stuff like that. But I do got to agree with you, bro. In the turn, I love how he's done. Singles Jey Uso has just been fucking fantastic across the board. Oh, I love it. I love Singles Jey Uso, man. I mean, you were making a joke the other day, but we always used to laugh. Oh, not that one. My bad. Yeah, not that one. But we always used to laugh at the main event, Jey Uso, you know, name. Oh, we used to make fun of it. Yeah. We used to make fun of it. I, could, I couldn't see it. Now, I think that day is going to come, and I think it's going to be awesome. Yes. It's just me, Ooze. Um, it's just you, Ooze. It's just me, Ooze. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, bro. But, yeah, we, literally, bro, that we, like, we used to laugh at, at the at main event Jey Uso we thought it was funny and stuff but like he said like he said Us leveled up he leveled up bro he is the man and 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 let's not forget about Jimmy too bro I mean yes the whole thing with the bloodline makes no fucking sense whatsoever to me that he's just back with him and his whole theme song even his new theme song talks about leaving the family in the past okay whatever but that man, I don't give a shit. That man is fucking hilarious. That man, Jimmy oh. Uso, is hilarious. He's so fucking hilarious, dog. I love it. I really do, man. It this shit just kills me, man. Definitely. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind them. I don't mind them jumping over at all. But it really just goes to show it. To an extent, Triple H really doesn't care about the brand split. To an extent, he does. But to an expen- extent, he he's kind of just cool with it. But but I, I like it. And at this point, I really don't care about the brand split, bro. If if I get to see 
Cody having a face off with Roman. If I get to see Jay Uso having a face off with, with Jimmy, I'm cool with it, bro. I'm cool with it. But yeah, man. But Jay, yeah. But but yes, the the just handling of Jay Uso, I think, has just been fantastic. Um, and, and I love it, bro. Yeet. Yeah, I really do. This shit's been going hard, man. Yeet. Um, but yeah, bro. Yeah. I can't believe they're making shirts about the whole Yeet thing, bro. And we've we're oh. literally saying that amongst our friend group. Ever since the bloodline started saying it, when nobody thought the yeet was cool, now it's cool. It's so now cool to see. Cool. Look at that shit. That's great, man. I love it. It's awesome. We're visionaries, bro. So, so yeah, man. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. So CM Punk's gonna be a free agent. I'm cool with that. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, we get to see him, dude. If we get to see CM Punk cross paths with like Solo, uh, AJ. Fucking sign me the fuck up. Um, Go hard. Not to mention, oh, um, KO's on SmackDown too, but not to mention all the other guys on Monday Night Raw that are fucking uh, great feuds for CM Punk as well. You got Seth. You got Cody. You got, um, you got Seth. You got Cody. You got Randy. You got Finn. Jay. I mean, dude, the list literally goes on and on and on. So... They're even teasing the fucking little Dominic feud, which will be just be yeah. hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. So, so to jump over to, oh, Bell. Bell says, by the way, I got so jealous of you guys last week because oh. of the epic back-to-back entrances between Sammy and then Jay and then Seth and then Cody because, damn, Bell, Bell, I said it, bro, on uh, on the Survivor Series review. They could not have picked four back-to-back-to-back-to-back motherfuckers with more lit entrances ever. Oh, dude, I swear to God. That shit was fucking cool. I, I loved it. it. It was just such a great experience, man, back-to-back. Cheering for Cody Rhodes is surreal. Boys, him man, bro. Phenomenal. I loved it. I loved booing him in AEW. I don't regret it one fucking day. Mm, but cheering him in WWE is even better, man. Best of both worlds, man. It really is. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Cody's the man over here, bro. Cody's the man over here, which is fucking crazy to see. Because, yeah, that, that AEW shit, I guess, just wasn't for him in the end, man. So. Uh, God, it wasn't. No, not at all. Not at all, bro. So, so, um, it was, it was Cody. So we got to do the whoa. And then right after that, dude, Jey Uso, easily my favorite entrance of the whole, the whole weekend. Easily. And then right after that, it went into Sammy. So we got to do the let's go. And then Seth, we got to sing the song, bro. It, it was just, ah, it was so sick. It was so sick, bro. Um, yeah, WWE's done a really good job with with, uh, with handling Cody. WWE's done a great job at making baby faces cool again. Vince yeah. McMahon made baby faces the most dreadful fucking part of of any wrestling show that he produced. Triple H has brought back the 
professional wrestling babyface. We have babyfaces we want to get behind. I want to get behind Seth in his struggles with Chicago Phil. I want to get behind Randy Orton. I want to get behind Cody Rhodes. I want to get behind fucking Jey Uso. Because we know what he's been through. We know his story. We've been along with him. And how his family fucking drove him insane. And that's relatable. That's a fucking relatable... You know, as as much as some people hate to admit it, that's relatable shit. Um, exactly. It we got, cool. yeah, we got Sami Zayn, bro, who was the honorary oos, bro, who was uh, had a group of friends that he thought were family, bro. I mean, and and they fucking turned their back on him, dude. That's relatable to some people. Cody Rhodes struggles. You try and you try and you try, but it's just never fucking good enough to get the fucking job done. Relatable shit, dude. That's relatable shit. Um, and Seth Rollins, the workhorse of the company who works and he busts his ass and he works and he works and he works, uh, and he never gets the recognition that he deserves relatable shit. Triple H has brought back the baby face in professional wrestling, bro. Fucking I'll be, I'll be the first to admit it. Exactly, man. And it's fucking great. And you fucking love to see it, man. It is so phenomenal, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, man. So, so. Let's rewind the clock back a little bit, why don't we? Let's rewind the clock back to All Elite Wrestling. September 5th, 2023. That was the day of All Out. More importantly, that was the weekend, or it might have been September 4th. I think it was September 4th. That was the weekend of All Out, man. That was the weekend that CM Punk got fired from WW, uh, AEW. Well, that ramp, um, that episode of Rampage, that episode, or no, that episode of Collision, sorry, Tony Khan came out in front of the world and said, it is with, it is because of me and AEW's disciplinary committee that we have chosen to fire, terminate, Phil Brooks from All Elite Wrestling. Keyword, disciplinary committee. It is being reported that Brian Danielson headed up the disciplinary committee that decided to terminate CM Punk's AEW contract per Fightful. Danielson was seen as an appropriate moral compass who exemplifies objectivity Danielson was said to have noted uh, noted the positives of Punk's time with the company, and that also uh, and that also decided to be made with um, with the tweet that uh, Danielson posted in reference to this, which he said, "My dad always told me the right thing is often the hardest thing to do. It won't always make the most money. It won't always be the most popular, but it's still the right thing to do." Hashtag AEW. Damn. That quote is very true. That quote is very true. Um, sometimes. Sometimes it really is. The uh, the hardest things to do that are the right choice. And that's a fact. Um, for the people blaming Brian Danielson for getting CM Punk fired. Go fuck yourself. Honestly. Um... 
Brian Danielson did not get CM Punk fired. You know why Tony Khan went to Brian Danielson? Because exactly what it says in, in, in this article, Brian's an appropriate moral compass who exemplifies objectivity. Brian's not going to lie. Brian's going to be mm. honest. Brian's not going to, Brian's not going to bullshit you. You know, he's going to, and it even said here, he looked at the positives with Punk's time and he obviously had to look at the negatives and he came to the decision that it would be best. Um, well, and it wasn't even him. Tony Khan looked at all this evidence and said, okay, what do we do here? And at that point it was Tony's decision to fire CM Punk. Exactly. And it was the best decision for everybody involved. I think so. I think so. I think it was the best choice you could have made. Of course, you shouldn't have had to make that choice because you could have made better choices leading up to that choice. Yeah. But that choice in itself, I think, was the right move on on all parties. Maybe not Punk trying to get fired, but it would think it was the right move on all parties. He wanted out. He wanted out. Those guys, you know, he wanted out and, and, um, I don't think those, I don't think much of those people wanted him to be there anymore. Um, now, like we always say, there was a lot of shit that could have prevented this from happening. And I mean a lot, there was a lot that could have prevented this from happening, bro. Um, as soon as the young bucks refused to talk to him, that would have been game over right there. I would have said, absolutely the fuck not. We're not doing this. You know, we're not doing this. Um, you know, that's what happened, and that's that's how it is, bro. That's what that's 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 just how the cookie crumbled, bro. Um, it, it just it just wasn't meant to be. It just wasn't meant to be. People wanted to be immature. People wanted to fight. People didn't want to talk things out. People didn't want to figure what the fuck was going out here. That didn't happen. So, Punk wanted out, and that's that. And, and they gave it to him, and that's and that was the best thing that could have happened for everybody involved across the board exactly man exactly hey well, the right choices were made man finally after all that drama with all the wrong choices the right choice was made absolutely and fucking brian danielson should not be blamed whatsoever for um for heading up this disciplinary committee brian is a good dude man um, obviously none of us know Brian personally, but it is so hard not to see that Brian isn't a good dude, bro. I mean, Brian is a good fucking dude, man. Um, and, and, and I mean, Jesus, I don't even know the guy personally. And if I had a situation where I needed somebody to, to look at it from, from the eyes of just a wholehearted person, um, look no further than Brian Danielson, bro. I mean, that's just how it is. Exactly, man. Exactly. I think they think they chose the perfect person for that spot, man. And now these memes are hilarious of people doing anything, saying that they're going to have to go meet with Brian Danielson. That shit kills me. So, according to Fightful, along with this, Mega Park... Um, uh, Mega Park actually stepped down... From a lot of her duties as AEW chief legal officer by the time the disciplinary committee uh, that terminated CM Punk's contract was developed and actually had nothing to do with the committee. 
Now, isn't that crazy? One of the OGs of AEW's management stepped down. Isn't that a sign of really fucking bad things? I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. I mean, she might have not been able to handle all CM Punk smoke. That might have been too much stress yeah. for her. But um, it really is a, a sign that things changing for the worse in AEW management-wise. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and and we'll trust me. We yeah, we'll get we'll get more of that. We'll get to more of that. But um, speaking of, well, keep up with the theme. Well, this is our last one, I think. Yes, uh, yes. Speaking of CM Punk, dude. We, we, um, you know, we talk about this in chat quite a bit, Bell, but, um, Cody leaving AEW has such a horrible butterfly effect on that company. It's crazy. It really is. So, speaking of CM Punk, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, CM Punk is reframed, refrained. From talking about AEW due to multiple non-disclosure agreements that he and AEW had signed. Um, this sucks because, well, first of all, again, for the people wanting to hear him talk about AEW, for the people that wanted to hear him talk about a bunch of wrestlers that he's probably never going to work with um, in his promo on Monday Night Raw. You're an idiot. Um, But AEW and CM Punk signed all these NDAs, and it sucks in the sense that we're never going to get to really know what actually happened and we're never going to get to see that dark side of the ring of CM Punk and AEW uh, or of CM Punk and the Elite. It sucks that we're never going to get to hear hear those stories, but like I said, maybe it's best we don't because that's what happened in fucking AEW. These guys wanted to take shots at each other. These guys wanted to mock Punk. Punk wanted to talk about counterfeit bucks, and they wanted to do all this knowing that the Elite were never going to suck it up and fucking work with them. So it was it was never going to happen, and, it, and it, it just sucks. It really sucks, man. I mean... It really does. It really does, bro. And uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. It just. It sucks uh, on that respect because we got robbed of so much stuff. But I mean, hey, if it's not going to be meant to be, then he doesn't need to talk about him because again, we don't need this guy running around talking about a bunch of wrestlers that he's never going to work with. But you are going to be out of your mind if you don't think that we're going to get AEW references from other people. Crazy man, crazy. Hey, it's it's crazy to think that all, you know, that shit was so bad that everyone had to sign NDAs and whatnot, man. But at least at least it's over, man. At least it's over. Definitely, man. Definitely, and hopefully, we can move on to a clear clear cut path with CM Punk uh, working with WWE, man. So, so yeah, um.
So, now that we're finally done with uh, CM Punk news, I guess let's continue the train with AEW, man. So, QT Marshall. QT Marshall has officially quit uh, All Elite Wrestling. He's done with the company. I'm going to flash something on your screen, and this is QT's official statement that he left for AEW, man. He says, thank you, AEW. Thank you, Tony, uh, Tony, Tony Khan. I've had the privilege of being here since day one, and I've written over 750 formats for All Elite Wrestling and always with pride. As much I've enjoyed being a being a VP, manager of talent relations, and wearing a myriad of hats. The company that is uh, the company has changed a lot since 2019 and is headed in a different direction and it's feel and I feel it's best that I do the same as we only get one chance to go all in. I have officially resigned from AEW and will have fulfilled all obligations by the end of 2023. Thank you to everyone uh, from the front office to the production truck to some of the hardest working talent in this sport. Most importantly, thank you to those who booed, cheered, and took a part and took part in this season of my life. I want to go back to uh, towards the top of the article for a second. The company has changed a lot since 2019 and is headed in a different direction. And I feel it's best that I do the same. I don't like QT Marshall. I think he's the kind of guy that thought he could kiss ass, kiss ass to the top. Um, It's just me. It's just me. He thought he Uh, could. Yep. He thought he could fucking pucker up his way to the top. Ideas were horrible. Creatively. His ideas sucked. He was not a huge star in wrestling. He was never going to be a huge star in wrestling. Maybe he could go be a huge star in Mexico, but, you know, I mean, I guess he's doing okay over there from what I understand, but not my cup of tea. Um, I, I dude was completely unintriguing, horrible fucking ideas. His storyline sucked. He sucked across the board. QT. Mm-hmm. QT Marshall. Um... And after saying all that, I say this completely unbiased. In saying all that, he's somebody who's been there from the start. And he is somebody who would know if the company is changing or not. And for him to say that, for a day one to say that, and for Mega to leave AEW or to uh, step back and retract most of her duties, those are AEW OGs, bro. This is not good. And I'm not saying I want to see them go out of business because all this shit that I talk about AEW, am I running my mouth? Am I talking shit? Am I slandering AEW? You're fucking right I am. But I want you guys to understand that it comes from the best place. And and that's why, and, and that's why, you know, that's, that's why we click with you guys so well in chat is because we all feel the same fucking way. 
we're all hard on AEW right now. It's because we've been there for the peak of AEW. We know what AEW is capable of, as opposed oh, to what the hell we got going on right now. And again, I don't like QT Marshall, and I'm saying this completely unbiased, but, dude... OGs are leaving. Management. OG people in management are leaving. The company's changing. And it's and if it's people that are OGs, it's probably not for the good. Because the OGs no. were there and they were fucking just fine when the company was doing great. Exactly, man. So it's it's not going, you know, in a creatively and management wise a great direction. It's really not. Um and, and QT leaving is one of the many, many signs of it. And it's it's gonna continue, man. And I hope it just, I hope it does get better. I really hope so because AEW said it a million times, my preferred company. I would love to see it doing 2021 AEW shit again. And I really hope it can, man, because it is going in a bad, bad direction. 100%, bro. 100%. I just don't understand why it's so hard for professional wrestling companies to. Keep afloat. I don't get it. Hi, I don't. It's not hard to just keep keep the creative juices flowing and keep up what you were already doing that was good. Yeah. I don't get that. I never understood that. Absolutely. So, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Um, so. I could definitely see QT doing some sort of like uh, office job with WWE or like a, in the PC oh. or something. I could totally see that. Oh fuck yeah, man! will be walking through the doors of the PC nowadays. Yeah. Um. And to WWE, don't scoop him up. Don't scoop up all these people from AEW, dude. Keep that fire of what you got going right now, because they've been hot for. Uh, about a year, about a year and a half now, and they they just been killing it, bro. So keep things how they are now, and they will be. Ju- they, WWE will be fucking smooth sailing, bro. I tell you. Don't do it. Been fucking up AEW. Don't scoop up every little person that leaves, man. Yep. Please don't. Yep. So that was QT's statement on the matter, and a little bit more on QT Marshall's uh, release or uh, re- resignation from from AEW. Um, so some people have known that QT Marshall was leaving AEW for weeks. Some have known for months. People have, people have talked to him. He's expressed his frustrations. There have been things that have happened. One thing with QT and it's a big one. QT wants to be a big wrestling star and it wasn't going to happen in AEW. And I know he's expressed frustration to a lot of people about that. Again, my personal opinion, he was like Cody Rhodes' fucking boy. Mm-hmm. He thought he could kiss ass to the top. I mean, that's exactly. just, that's exactly what happened. Um, he, he, was, he was career riding, man. He, he made sure, he's friends with Cody Rhodes, and he knew that was going to get him top spots in AEW. But once he left, I think that, that, that timer started, man. Oh, my God. ROH Final Battle in two weeks has distributed 996 out of 3,722 tickets. Oh, dude, I just saw a clip on Twitter earlier of, like, something that happened at ROH that they filmed, like, at, at a Dynamite or something. Dude, that crowd 
was gone. Oh, it's horrible. Like 90% of the crowd left. Because holy fuck. I'm waiting for that Alter Bridge remix, bro. On this day, I see no one. I mean, bro, he's fucking looking out into a fucking sea of nothing. I mean, what the oh, fuck? Those <laughs> pictures are hilarious. <laughs> the cutting the promo. Fucking MJF's cutting a promo. I, I defend this for you fans. And he's fucking pointing at a tarp. Love to see it. It's love crazy, it. Man. That sucks to fucking see. I, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Even when we, even like the, the later, or the, like the AEW Dynamite that we went to this year, and even All Out, it's a little more, well, All Out was semi-full, but that Dynamite, bro, like the patches were just undeniable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were there. Yeah, as to where before, dude, I, I, I'll never forget All Out 2021, undisputed, greatest, greatest fucking AEW pay-per-view of all time. There was not a single patch of of empty seats in that arena. Sold out. You couldn't get the tickets anywhere. Anywhere. You couldn't touch them. And we were there. To the goddamn brim. I love it, man. The rafters were shaking when Brian Danielson came out. Shaking. JR was not kidding. At least being in that arena, you just felt the, the fucking building rumbling, bro. You did. So, more stuff with QT. According to people in AEW, CM Punk. (laughs) CM Punk did not want QT Marshall to be a part of Collision. As he did not see QTV as a productive part of Powerhouse Hobbs' presentation. Tony Khan took the blame slash fall for the removal of QTV segments, which ultimately damaged Tony Khan's relationship with Marshall. First of all, that was one of our best rants. You know, if, if I knew which episodes has had which numbers on them or, or, or which, if I could put a rant to an episode, that, that would easily be a fucking, uh, that would easily be a, a, uh, a category in the year-end awards. The Notorious Heels AEW Rant of the Year. That was one of my biggest rants. Oh, yeah, it'd be so hard to select all the nominees because there's so fucking many. Oh, yeah. There would be, like, fucking, obviously, your your normal ten nominees. And God knows how many honorable mentions there would be. So goddamn many. So, I'll never forget the episode where QTV came out and aligned himself, or where QT Marshall came out and aligned himself with Powerhouse Hobbs. That was one of the worst days of my fucking life as a wrestling fan. Dude had everything going for him. He had the book of Hobbs. He was diving into his past. It was great. All for that to be aligned with QT Marshall. I mean, are you fucking serious? CM Punk didn't want that shit on Collision because the shit sucked. It also is kind of funny because QT Marshall is probably friends with the Elite. So he wanted him out. Checked at the door is QT. And, um... That's what it was, bro. And CM Punk didn't want that on. CM Punk didn't want that on 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 his show. Um, being that he was GM Punk, and it was for the better. It was for the better, dude. I mean, that shit fucking sucked, man. 
Exactly, man. Exactly. So, I mean, good thing that CM Punk was right and trying to get that fucking guy out of there. Because that did horrid for everybody involved, man. QTV was absolute garbage. And it fucking... It, it killed fucking Will Hobbs in that push, man. Yeah, and yeah. it really did. So CM Punk was right to not want that shit on collision. And... In a good... Like, this whole QT situation is, is crazy, because is it bad on AEW side that he wants to leave? More than likely. Um, but is it, is it also a good riddance? Fucking damn right it is, man. 100%. 100%, man. Um, so. Uh, the last little bit of uh, knowledge about uh, QT... Now, this one I agree with QT Marshall in. According to AEW sources, QT Marshall was not a fan of some of the shifts in AEW creative and felt like the company wasn't telling great stories the way they used to. Oh, look at that. In his view, putting on a bunch of high-end, high-work-rate matches with no story or build is being too much like New Japan, he thought. And he's fucking right. This is what and I'm talking about. We could say all the horrible things about QT we want because his run sucked in AEW and he's just not going to be a big star in professional wrestling. Um, All that. All that stuff, bro. And when it comes to stuff like this, I got to give it to him. He hit it right on the fucking head. Co and uh, and uh, QT is it was also reported that QT was one of the guys that stood for um sport the sports entertainment or the not the sport the entertainment feel to wrestling yeah. as opposed to New Japan which is fucking what we get now so with AEW mm-hmm. essentially um so so yeah man um again. I will I will I will stand on everything I just said about QT Marshall and when it comes to stuff like this he's not wrong in the fucking slightest not in the slightest is that man wrong he's absolutely correct Exactly like mentality wise when it comes to wrestling he, he's something he's someone that AEW needed they needed that entertainment mentality yes. man they really do creatively. He was got off, mm-hmm. and that that's okay. But but um, you know, they they needed someone with that mentality overall. And losing another one with that mentality is a very bad sign. Yeah, it's a horrible sign. It's a fucking horrible sign. Jericho's one of those guys you can always count on. Thankfully, yep. uh, but there's there's not too much. There's not too many left. I'll say They're that. Dropping, man. They're exactly. dropping like flies. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of AEW. AEW. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, AEW is expected to finish the year around $170 million to $175 million in revenue. Look at that. Good for you guys. Good job, Tony. Mm-hmm. I hope it was worth it. Oh, it wasn't. Creatively, it's for money. 
Look at what happened. I hope it was worth it. I hope lining your pockets was worth all ego, that ego fest that you put on in fucking August. I hope it was worth it. I, I hope, I hope, I really hope everything that happened in AEW this year, you fired CM Punk because you couldn't get people to talk to him and act like adults and do business. And I know what they'll say. They said it wasn't a right decision for business, but they made all that money. Yeah, they made all that money. Well, these were the same people saying, well, even though WWE makes the most money, they, they uh, even though they make the most money, their product still sucks. Yeah, they're making a whole bunch more. Uh, they're making a whole, whole hell of a lot more money than they ever have. But what's happened? Oh, looks great. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Look what's happening to AEW. Yeah, they're making money. Product's bad. The product yeah. sucks. This was like AEW fans' favorite argument when the company yep. first started. And it turned it right on its head. And now, now all the company's making money. That's all that matters. No, I don't give a fuck how much money they're making. I care about what I'm watching. And what I'm wa watching isn't fucking great. It's not even that good. <laughs> Let alone great. So that's why I, I want great television. I don't care how much fucking money either company's making. I really don't. I don't either, bro. Making all that money, TK. Making all that money. And your product sucks. <sighs> Ridiculous. I hope it was worth it. I hope those monthly pay-per-views were fucking worth it, Tony. It's creatively, the cost is phenomenal when it comes to creative. Singing about this yesterday. AEW, around this time of year, we have four more months till their next pay-per-view. We have till Revolution, right? We will most likely have three paper... We, we will most likely have three pay-per-views left just until we get to Revolution this year. We have World's End. We're probably going to have a pay-per-view around the same weekend as Royal Rumble. Then we're probably going to have another fucking pay-per-view in February until we get to Revolution. We will have three pay-per-views in the middle as opposed to our normal zero. What the fuck are we doing? What's happening? I'm fucking... What's going on with this goddamn company? It's a total reverse, man. I don't get it, bro. So jumping back over to WWE for a little bit. Dixie Carter. Former TNA owner, Dixie Carter. Backstage at Monday Night Raw. Um, yeah. Has, has hell frozen over or what? Yeah, it has, dude. This is... It's crazy and it's weird and none of it makes sense, man. No kidding, bro. No kidding. Um. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if this is going to mean she's coming into the company. I don't know what this means. I, I don't know what this means, but she was backstage, man, and it's interesting, bro. It's interesting. Uh, but yeah, man. So literally in the back of her picture with Bruce Pritchard. 
At least, god damn, is that what fucking Bruce Pritchard looks like nowadays? Holy shit. Um, okay. Um, you could see Drew McIntyre talking to what I thought was CM Punk, but it's actually Seth Rollins. I was going to say, oh my lord. But yeah, it's 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 uh, Drew talking to Seth, which is funny. Uh, I cause, Yeah, I, I, I genuinely thought that that was fucking... I was like, is this man standing there talking to CM Punk right now? But... Definitely. I, I could see it. I also think she's from Nashville. And... and yeah, I I mean, she probably is friends with Bruce, so he probably just invited her and stuff. So, so yeah, man, good thing she didn't get checked at the door. Exactly, man. CM Punk ain't, ain't, ain't they, no one's going to give this man a clipboard in WWE, man, and that's good. Yep, yep, because in AEW, more times than I uh, like, that bad was handed the clipboard. And the first phone and the vest to go out and check people at the door. So, Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet. We got a little injury update on Mercedes. Mercedes revealed that she is training for her wrestling return for the first time since going down with her ankle injury as she posted a video of her getting back in the ring and training. Awesome, bro. This is awesome. I can't wait to see her back. I hope I hope we see her pop up at Revolution, bro. And she said she's going to be with a major company, man. So I'm assuming that's either back with New Japan, AEW, or WWE. Exactly, man. I I feel, you know, with CM Punk returning Triple H and all that, I think maybe not, you know, it's the next stop for her. But I think she'll definitely eventually find her way back in WWE. I think so. But um, for the meantime, I could see her going to um, New Japan or um, AEW just for a little visit, man. But I can't wait to see it nonetheless, man. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So, yeah, Mercedes. Mercedes. Um, Mercedes is uh, on her way back, man. And I'm excited for her, bro. I'm excited. She's she's amazing. So, let's fucking go. Can't wait to see her back. Um. Oh, yeah, also, there's been some stuff dropping while we're live, of course. Of course, never fails. Um, so, just to brush by these few things real quick. The early prediction for Roman Reigns' Royal Rumble opponent has um, uh, be, uh, one of the few names being considered for uh, Roman Reigns' Royal Rumble opponent is none other then Randy Orton. I like it. It's going to be heat. That's going to be fun. He said he's coming back for the bloodline, bro. So I could see it. I could see it. And I would I, I would like to see it, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I really like the sign of that. I think that's a perfect match for both of them at that pay-per-view. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. And then uh, a little uh, another contract update on Will Ospreay. Those in WWE concede that AEW went high, uh, that AEW went for a higher money offer for Will Ospreay and even questioned the leaders on that one. The belief was that even though Ospreay said he was willing to move to the U.S. if need be, he did not want to move to the U.S. and AEW was allowing him to live in the U.K. and that was a key factor, like we said. So, oh, definitely. Like, like, like we all thought was going to happen, man. Which yeah. sucks, but 
it is what it is now. Especially seeing those clips of fucking Osprey and Walter's old matches from like ICW and Progress. Like, what the so fuck? Perfect, man. Like, dude. So perfect. Ah, horrible. Absolutely horrible, man. Um, also, another interesting thing. Warner Bros. Looks like they are, um, I guess, a little interested in Monday Night Raw. Those, those in Warner Bros. Discovery have privately said that there's nothing to the idea uh, TBS, TNT uh, is, the nest, is the destination for Monday Night Raw uh, to, to a number of people in recent days. And recording to Warner Bros. Discovery... Being interested in, in the WWE television rights, the Warner Bros. Discovery ver- uh, version told this past week that Nick Khan last went to Warner Bros. Discovery um, uh, to Warner Bros. Discovery in October with a pitch. Crazy man, hey, we might get fucking the, the two rival companies on the same on the same network, man. That's hilarious. That would be absolutely hilarious, bro. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. That is the that is an, I guess the little bit of rumors surrounding uh, Warner Bros. Discovery. Um, ah, ah. One of my favorite stories I've been wanting to bring up. Okay. So, there is a rumor going around that WWE will reportedly use the next two months, two months, to properly build towards the Royal Rumble. Look at that. Look at that. Tony. They will be using... The next two months to build towards the Royal Rumble. And then guess what happens after the Elimination Chamber in, what, February? We have a whole, almost two months, month and a half, to build to fucking WrestleMania. What are you doing, Tony? What are you doing? Tony, we used to have four months... Between Full Gear and Revolution. Four beautiful months of great television. Yeah, and television was great. Television was great. They substituted a meaningless pay-per-view in the middle of the month or at the end of the month for a special episode of Dynamite. Winter is coming. Beach break. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I guess not anymore. Now we just get... B shows. We get B level pay per views nowadays in AEW. That's what we get. Crazy. And another thing that was their whole counter argument to WWE. Oh, we don't have B shows. It's all must watch pay per views. Not any fucking more. Not anymore, bro. <sighs> Golly. Get it together, Tony. Get it the fuck together. He really fucking needs to, man. This is interesting, man. This next one's interesting. Mackenzie Mitchell. 
Well, <laughs> that is true, but to be fair, I wouldn't really say that's what WWE's doing. I would say he's that would be Tony going back to his roots, which is what yeah, worked. Exactly. It's what he did in the first place. He just needs to go back to doing that. Yep. Exactly. But I see what you're saying. I see I what you're saying. You mean, yeah. But goddamn, does this guy need to fucking remember what brought him to the fucking dance? He does, man. This man been dancing like shit. Ser- seriously. <laughs> seriously, bro. So Mackenzie Mitchell uh, posted to Twitter. She says, Today I was released. By WWE, I met my husband, moved across the country from Connecticut to Florida uh, for NXT, a place I've always considered home. I met friends that became my family. I've always said that I firmly believe in when the door closes, another one opens. Very true, man. And I wish her the best, man. I wish her the best. This sucks that she's, uh, she's being released, but... There's rumors going around, man, that there is more releases to come to the WWE. And why was McKenzie released? I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe you had, you know, somebody's got some somebody's got to pay for Chicago mm-hmm. Phil's hefty bag. Exactly, bro. So I expect a couple more, man. They gotta they gotta thin out that fucking that money pool and you know throw some Phil's way, man. So I expect some. More NXT style like this releases. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. And with the final news story for today's edition of the news. MJF. MJF in a now deleted post on Twitter has revealed that he has a torn labrum in his left shoulder. But he will still defend the AEW World Championship against Samoa Joe at World's End. I'm going to flash it on the screen today uh, here for you guys right now. This is what MJF posted. This was a tweet and delete. I just got an MRI. I tore my labrum in my left shoulder. I will be defending my title at World's End. I believe in AEW. Hey, what has happened? Look, dude, I, I'm saying that too much, but like, what has happened, dog? This man is the the soldier for AEW. Yeah. Him. Mr. Fire Me, you fucking mark. Ah, oh, God, I gotta watch that promo back. I swear to God. Dude. Apparently, this came off the top rope Uranagi spot from Jay White. Um, it's just so crazy how much MJF believes in AEW and how he is an AEW soldier. Um, like Sir K said, he would. I mean, this is uh, this is the, the same guy we're talking about is Mister Fire Me, you fucking Mark. That's him. His boss, CEO. Live on television. Like, this is this is so insane, man. 
Um, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy, man. Um, this sucks. This makes me think, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to take the title off of him. I, I don't know if they're going to, I, 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 I'm clueless, bro. I don't know if they're going to take the title off him. I don't know as long as this doesn't require surgery, if they're going to continue, allow him to work to continue to allow him to work hurt, I, which is mm -hmm. not a good precedent, bro. You know, you know, um, Cody said this when he got hurt, even though he's the biggest hypocrite. Work, it's okay to work hurt. It's not okay to work injured. You're always going to work hurt. Your body's always going to ache. You're always going to have nags. You're always going to, you know, you're always going to, you know, you're always going to have nagging pains. Don't fucking work injured. They're letting MJF work injured. Like, seriously, this shit needs to stop with every company. I'm tired of everybody fucking working injured, man. Yeah, creatively, you know, for what Tony Khan might be planning, it might not call for MJF to lose a title. But it's what you're going to have to do, man. And it's going to be fine because he's fucking injured. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, bro. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's just... It, it's 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 not good and it's something that needs to stop um i and, and i don't i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do i, I don't know what this derails i i don't know man I, I don't know and i'm 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 very very scared for for this because mjf is seriously without without question one of the best parts of aew television that they have and it would be detrimental at this point to lose him um so <laughs> I mean, Joe, I mean, Joe, I mean, I, I mean, Joe's okay. I mean, Joe's not my preferred person to take the title for Max, but you know, I mm -hmm. mean, you are get, going into a situation where it is Samoa Joe and he could beat him, you know, not that he should, but you know, he's legitimate enough to beat him, uh, you know, leg uh, generally speaking, but, mm -hmm. um, but it, this, this just sucks, man. And you, you, you gotta stop allowing these people to work hurt you got to literally man it's got to stop it's got to end here and i think it's just going to continue to happen man and that's a horrible thing man but i although like you said sneaky joe wasn't my pick to beat mjf for the title it was darby um it was a, and it should have been wardlow in terms of picking somebody but boy they fucked that one up man but um <laughs> at this point I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind Smojo at all. I mean, he'd finally be getting a world title. That moment will be fucking awesome in itself, man. And I, I'm down for it, man. I'm down for it. Um, and just, you got to find a way to get around this. I don't want no interim garbage. I don't want none of that. Nope. Uh, I, you gotta, you're going to have to strip him if you don't want yeah. him to lose. Exactly. So it's either that or just lose the title to Joe, man. It's okay. And if he is resigning, you got years to uh, tell this, tell the new story that you want to tell, man. So I hope they make the right decision at World's End, man. Definitely, dude. Definitely, man. Um, it, it all really depends on how bad this is. If it's not too bad, then it could just take uh, f um, four to six weeks to nurse. Um, and if it's really bad, 
then this is a three to six month recovery time. You cannot, and I mean not, keep him on television having him wrestle. They're having him wrestle next week in a fucking tag team match against uh against uh God knows who, Mr. uh Mr. fucking uh Mr. uh Bordlow over there fucking oh, yeah. Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. yeah, Mr. Devil Crony. Um yeah, I I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, this is um the the I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but if this is bad, dude, you cannot have him wrestling, dude. I mean, what are what the fuck are you thinking, man? Exactly, man. It, it, it's you, you, they gotta stop it, man. They really have to. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. So, but yeah, man. So that is all the news we got here today for you guys, man. It's been another awesome episode, bro. We got ten fucking episodes. God damn, we've done two hundred weeks of this, bro. Almost done two hundred weeks of this, bro crazy as fuck dude it doesn't feel like it it's crazy that's crazy that's crazy and i'm gonna give you guys a bunch of cool parallels that i'm thinking about from how much time has changed from when we started to three years later dude in april it'll be our in four months it'll be our four-year anniversary bro that shit is insane dog four fucking years man god damn grinding this is crazy going hard gotta love it uh, uh, Bell. <laughs> yes, I have heard that it will be edited out of the live program. Um, yeah, and and, and the the locker the locker room wants to you know criticize MJF for for oh I don't know being the best part of their television show, but you know we'll tell Ric Flair you're good, bro. Keep doing you. How does that make like, any sense? I mean, come on. Oh, it's such a fucking bad luck, man. They're mad at MJF for keeping them afloat creatively, but they're they're defending Ric Flair. That what is happening? What are you people doing? What kind of world are we living in, bro? I'm asking myself that every fucking day at this point. Seriously. So, yeah, man, with that, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. Episode 190 of the podcast man thank you guys so very much thank you guys so much very much for joining us thank you guys so much man we love you guys and it has been always always a pleasure for my johnny mayhem it does okay and that is going to do it for this episode of the news once again thank you to everybody who stopped by man everybody who stopped by in the live chat thank you to everybody on the replay mafia jose logan bell durante pops kate the great uh leon Mm -hmm. Durante, Matt, thank you guys so much for joining us, bro. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Thank you, guys. We love you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. Peace. Like I'm playing this guns are like I'm playing the steel. I want the
fuck with thoughts are like the wind. I squeeze gas till my clips is empty. Don't tempt me, Joker. Don't want to fuck with me. Damn, damn if this ain't some shit. Come to spread the buzz of every over harmony grip. It's the little killer death trap. Yes, I'm a jet black ninja. Come in where you at that surrender. Step inside the ring, use the number one contender. Looking cold booty like your pussy in December. Nigga, stop bitching. Button up your lippin'. For method, all you getting is the can of ass whipping. Hey, I'll be kicking. You, son, you doing all the yapping. Acting as if it can't happen. Your button got me mad enough to touch something. You won't be shallin', Allen. Afraid to bust up, so what you won't, nigga? You won't, nigga. I got a six shooter and a horse named Trigger. It's red 94, 